episode of Life Got in the Way. There's a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. And today's special guest is singer, songwriter, model, digital content creator, entrepreneur, Lauren Lowe, aka Sweet and Lowe, wherever she wants to go with it. Go ahead, girl. This is your time. Hey, hey I am so excited to be back. I literally was like, I have to check in with Nikki and see what is new, what is going on. So I was like, you know what? Yep, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see. I'm going to put in a a little invitation and we're going to make it happen because we need some time. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. It's been so crazy because, like I said, I was telling you offline, I took a break. (laughs) You told me my life got in the way. I'm going to have a whole uh, episode dedicated to what I've been up to. And all the things that got in the way. But yes, I definitely am so happy that you reached out because um, I was talking to the producer and I was telling him, I was like, oh, someone someone contacted me to, make, to do an interview. And he's like, that's a sign. Like, uh huh. He was like, that's a sign. I was like, I know, I know, I need to get back into it. But that was like that push that just really kind of pushed me to, all right, let me pull out the microphone and plug stuff back in. Mm-hmm. And let me just do this. And so I'm so glad that you are here. And um, I think the the last time we were spoke and got together, it was literally July of 2021, 22, 2022. Wow. So almost exactly a year. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so what have you been up to? Well, you know, <laughs> since the last time we um, were here, um, on the podcast, I've been doing a couple of different things. Like life got in the way is an understatement. But after our talk, like I really was trying to decide like how not to let life get in the way of some of the things that I love and still life got in the way. Um, so <laughs> that being said, um, I've been trying to just like restructure like my perspective, um, on things like work and life balance, um, just like uh, personal relationships in my life, just like how to prioritize um, those particular things as it relates to family, friends, distant friends, you know, people who live like out of state. My brothers, they live away now. So it's like adjusting to that, um, as well as just trying some new things and trying to get back into music, trying to get back on like, the content creation wave vibes that have been going on, even though we'll get to that because we've been seeing some things. So I know that that's going to be part of our conversation today, probably. Um, But I really haven't been up to anything too crazy. Um, Writing a little bit as far as like music, um, I picked up some different roles, whatever, professionally, Um, still looking into some different things. as far as like my career is concerned, um, but education is somewhere still on the uh, the canvas, and um, <laughs> yeah, just trying to stay connected with people I'm meeting, such as yourself, um, because again, your initial like invite to this podcast and to be featured on it was like, dang, like you see me, you know, like you see who I I really am, and um, 
that accountability aspect of it was like, hey, you're being heard, but also what are you doing about it? And so I'm glad that I took this initiative because I was nervous about it to just say like, hey, like you want to talk? Like, let's do this. Like, this is our, yeah. our realm. This is our vibe. And it was super amazing the first go round. And I'm just happy that we can reconnect. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, I I loved um our, our interview the last time, and it was just it's just so it's so uh, spirit like that. It's just uh literally a year later. It's like look, y'all need to catch up, mm-hmm. see what's going on. And I think you know, and a lot of times when we're in this this world, this creative space, so so you will. It's always good when you can connect with other creative people that just have that vibe, right? They're just like, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, you're into a lot of different things. So it's just like, and then other people who get that you're also into a lot of different things. So whenever you can find people who kind of understand that, that lifestyle and that energy and, and all of that, that brings and, and understands the importance of creating and still, you know, creating and developing professionally, but also doing all those Mm -hmm. things. Yes. Keep keep in touch, keep in touch, and I'm so glad that you reached out because yes. I, girl, life really got in the way. I I took a time and I just I moved cross country. I had oh life goodness. events. I turned forty. You yes, know, just, <laughs> yes, it was it was amazing. I was I was happy about that because you know mm-hmm. it's such a blessing to every you know to to reach that milestone. But it was just like For it was sure. a lot. It was a lot, and it, even though it was hard for me to kind of put the podcast down for a minute, I think it was important mm-hmm. to just be still and well, not be still. I still had a lot of stuff that I was doing, <laughs> but you know, yeah. you can't do it all, and allowing yourself to be have that grace and be like, look, you can't do it all. You can take some time for yourself. But mm-hmm. I am so glad that I still, you know, had connections in a way that can still do the podcast and I'm so glad that you're on board and we are just going to just knock it out of the ballpark yes we talked about this idea of like when I first met you it was through TikTok right and like you just talked about how you being seen and I remember you know me and my boyfriend at the time I still fiance slash husband <laughs> all of those things yes that was another thing all that of that I got married <laughs> all of that oh my know, gosh congratulations thank you thank you thank you thank you I'll talk about that in another episode you just stay tuned it'll come out soon <laughs> I love but, it uh, yeah he put me on to your channel because it was like you were playing music, you were doing really cool creative stuff on TikTok. And it's just like, that is such a, a really cool platform. What was your initial like reason for like getting on TikTok? Okay, so my initial reason getting on TikTok. So I had this ex or whatever, and his daughter was like, doing the renegade I think that was like one of the first like little TikTok dances the renegade like I don't even know how it all goes (laughs) um yeah she was trying to teach me that and I was confused I was like okay I'm used to like soldier boy dances like we grew up with swag surf and everything like that's what we did in college so I'm sitting here looking at all these like crazy little tiny movements and she's going all fast. And I'm like, girl, what is this and why? And so she was like, (laughs) it's from TikTok. And I'm like, TikTok, what the hell is TikTok? 
And so anyway, she like pulls up her timeline or whatever. That's what we used to call it, right? Timeline. And I'm like looking mm-hmm. at this and I'm like, okay, what is really going on here? Some time had went by. That person has been gone. And so I just decided one day, like, I wanted to edit some videos because she had given me a compliment, like, some time before that and said, oh, my gosh, your editing on that is, like, super dope. And I'm like, what? I got a child compliment? This is amazing. Like, I'm actually going to be cool at this, I guess. Right. They don't give us compliments at all because we're just (laughs) so old, you know? Mm-hmm. So, especially being like an educator too, it's just like, you know, the kids are like, how do you know that? And I'm just like, I'm not oblivious, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just decided one day, um, and mind you, Instagram has been like kind of my main platform. My followers and all of that stuff just kind of came out of nowhere one day. And I just went from like 10K followers to like 30K, like ridiculously. And I was like, what the heck is going on? Um And so one day I just decided like, oh, I want to edit this video a little differently because TikTok has these different tools where you can put like little smoke and little like uh, it spins the screen and everything. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be really cool and do this. Right. And um, yeah, so I just like made a couple of videos using like TikTok as the video editor. I didn't like intend for like TikTok to be anything, though. And like they went off really well on Instagram. And so anyway, people are like, yeah, are you on TikTok? Are you on TikTok? And I'm like, I mean, I'm on TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok. And they're like, okay, right. fast forward. I did a couple videos on there, videos that I've since deleted, by the way. Um, and like they were kind of getting like some views. And this is all at the beginning of, of the TikTok craze, like, you know, during the pandemic and everything. And I wasn't doing much. Like, and I couldn't go live yet because you're supposed to have like, Um, I think a thousand followers, whatever, to be able to do that. And so it wasn't like it was through like true interaction. Videos were only, I think, like, I don't know, 30 seconds or less at the time. They didn't have like the three minute story time option and everything that they have now. So I was like, well, these people don't know me. They just see a, you know, person, whatever I write in my captions and they just like it or they don't. So that's really how I got started with TikTok. And then from there, once I hit 1K, I've just been kind of doing my thing. So I could talk about more of that if you have something specific (laughs) you're thinking of. But yeah, that's just kind of where it went from there. I I love that. I love that, girl, because I tried TikTok and I... I did a little, did a little filter, did my little face thing. I got like ten views. <laughs> I was like, this no, it's so crazy. I normally didn't real. Put, I didn't put my face on that. Was the one I did my face, but I put up some quote, and then I put some smoke on the quote, and some like you know, a little music, and then uh-huh. it's like all of these thousands of views, and I was like, well, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. I guess a quote will always will always do it. Um, but then mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't keep up with this. I I was trying to keep up with that platform, trying to build on Instagram, trying to do. I was like, oh, I want to do mm-hmm. YouTube, but I don't have time to do YouTube. So it was just like, so I always applaud anybody who can get that train going on social media. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Thanks. You now, when we first started with TikTok, I know people were doing the dances and and doing all that, and I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But now it's a little different. 
Like I'll go into a room, like at least like when you were doing yours and we would go into your room, you would play a song that somebody liked. Mm-hmm. And you could also sing the song because you had talent. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody on TikTok, I've been on TikTok and I've just been in a room and somebody's just sitting there like this, blinking, like, like, yep. hit the button, hit the button. I'm like, what are we hitting the button for? <laughs> it's like you sit yeah. as one woman. I'm like you sitting here charging your phone at Applebee's. Like, what are you doing? Like, I yes, I cannot. So I'm yes. just trying to figure out where 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 is it going? Like now, like what what what's going on? What are people doing? You know, I have been thinking the same thing. So, like, all right, this one. Okay, so I would say maybe between 2021 2022. Probably 2021, because I think that's when I was virtual, doing virtual learning. And I noticed, like, a lot of people were just trying to get popular on TikTok, like gaining followers. They're just trying to, like, gain traction or whatever the case may be. And they used to have these things called grow rooms. So basically, somebody who has 1K or more, you know, at the time, you could hold kind of like this live room. And when people joined, they started to like drop like, hey, follow me, like follow for follow. That's whole type of like trend or whatever. And then they tell them like, you have to keep tapping the screen, tap the screen, tap the screen, because pretty much it'll like little cue or something to the algorithm to like push your live video up on the FYP page or the for you page. And so people would be like, tap the screen, tap the screen. We need another thousand likes. So like everybody would be tapping the screen because you want more people to come in there to actually follow you, like your pictures and everything. So TikTok pretty much caught up on that and saw that people weren't gaining followers like organically, even though, I mean, it's a slick way to do it. But I mean, it was pretty Mm -hmm. organic because you actually do like look at the person's name, you find their name, you search it in yours, you add them. If, and then whoever you added after that, as long as they followed you back, you went and you like spammed their page and spamming each other's pages mm-hmm. pushed you all up, went mm-hmm. on like the for you page. And so depending on what topics and things were like tagged and stuff in there, then it'd be like, hey, if you guys are talking about food or you're under the food live, which is like the little category section or whatever, then maybe like more food people would find you on TikTok or music, like what I would usually do. And more people would find me on the music page for you pages on TikTok. Now, that was like one segment that I was aware of because I would sit in there and I would find myself sitting there in a hole for like over an hour. And people would be in there like for hours holding these like grow rooms. And it's like Mm -hmm. you would get lost because you're like, okay, I kind of want to do this because it seems like a easy way to like get followers and get people to like check out your stuff. But also... It was like kind of weird. Like sometimes it was like what kids in there. It was like old, oh. like creeps in there. There were just like people who were saying like very interesting things. And you just be like, okay, do I really want this person to be my follower? And then you start thinking about that whole like personal realm. Like, okay, maybe I don't mm-hmm. want just anybody following me, anybody talking or commenting on my stuff. Cause who knows like who they are, what they are, what they want to do. So that was like one thing. But like also now, TikTok has become like the hub for kind of like how Twitter is. You know, Twitter is like drama. Anything that's drama or you want to find a video about something that somebody's talking about, like a video that can't be posted on Instagram because of like the guidelines or TikTok, you know, Mm -hmm. TikTok bans you for anything. They're like, okay, we can put it on Twitter. But now TikTok is also a place where people will be like, hey, the actual video is posted here. 
but this is the story behind it. And then everybody wants to put in their two cents. So like now, since we have that three minute video option, people are giving like story times about things that are happening. So like there was a shooting in Michigan at a university. Like I actually got the 411 about what happened because I was watching it through the first person perspective of the students who were there and who had experienced hearing the shots and seeing what happened. Oh, wow. The girl, there was a girl who she pretty much, I, I don't know, it was some type of like racial thing that she experienced somewhere. And she was giving her side of the story because they were trying to blow it up. And she had ended up like, she was a student. She was a university student. And um, they were like fired her from her university job and everything because she made the news, if you will, or the headlines about this. And she's like, no, like this is what truly happened. And then people started to like share the story and then things started to get clarity. Also, people are starting to post themselves at work a lot and people are starting to say like, that's a no, no. Like you're not supposed to say anything about your job. You're not supposed to give any insight about your job. Like there's, and then like that girl, the Home Depot girl, like they were like, oh, you're too pretty to be working at Home Depot and like saying rude things like, oh, she just works there because she wants to meet guys and just stuff like that. And then like she ended up losing her job. Oh, right. Yeah. So um, nurses who are getting in trouble for like talking crap about patients, like it's just been so Mm -hmm. much on TikTok where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this just became like the hub for drama again. Do you feel like people have it's almost like it's a I don't know, like a desensitizing a little bit because people have gotten used to. Like when I think of TikTok, I think of little cute little dogs and little kids doing their little videos with their parents. That was my TikTok, you know. Mm-hmm. But now it is like sometimes you get on there and there's some hostility. I'm like, why are you angry on TikTok? I just I, that's the way I used to feel. Like, why are you mm-hmm. angry on Instagram? Why are you angry on Facebook? But it's just like people who have uh, different personalities. I've seen the. I think there's a lot of benefits to like. You know, TikTok, like you said, you can grow your your following, you can grow your base, you can mm-hmm. take that following, move it to the next platform and continue growing and 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 more people can learn about you and get your like your information, like your not your information, but like your your if you're an entrepreneur, whatever you're selling, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or if you're a musician, you know, that's a great way to build fan base. But the 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 other side of it are that there's just like people that are on there and some people have some real social issues, some real mental health issues. And I've indeed seen where people have broken down. They and I'm like, if you're depressed, you probably shouldn't be on a social media platform where people are going mm-hmm. to just judge you and talk about you on live in front of you. Like you know, and yeah. it's just it's in to real a point time. Because, mm-hmm, like people are desensitized. It's like, you know how when, for example, when we used to watch celebrities, celebrities weren't mm-hmm. that attainable. We watched it on E! We watched it on MTV. We read it in the magazines. That's how we got our celebrity news. It wasn't up and close. And the paparazzi, of course. And that was, they were the intrusive ones. We weren't intrusive because, you know, we were just watching. But now we literally feel like we own people. And 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 it's, it's trickled down from celebrities to just everyday people because I people no longer see you as people they see you as oh you're my entertainment 
and you are here to mm-hmm. entertain me and I have a say in what you do, what you don't do. And I feel like I can just say what I want to you. Mm-hmm. That's the part that it's like, what are we? Right? Yeah. I have so many views on that. And also, unfortunately, experiences with that, especially being so like visible on social media. It's like on one side of that, right? It's like my professional temperament and, you know, existence is one thing. Like I'm still very much myself, but I'm a, I'm a different version of myself, like in that perspective. And then on the flip side of it, it's always like, hey, well, you're this age or you're a woman or you're this career title. And I don't think you should be saying that or I don't think you should be doing that. So it's like that control comes again from viewers, employers and all that stuff on one level of things. And so me being me, I kind of push the limit, but respectfully, but then also like disrespectfully because you don't own me. Like I have that same idea Mm -hmm. of what you just said. So it's like, I can wear strapless shirts. I can wear this. And that doesn't mean that I'm bearing my soul. It just means that I'm a creative and I like to express myself through fashion, my nails, my hair, my lashes, whatever it may be. And it doesn't matter what my career title says or what you think I should do. As long as I'm not being completely disrespectful or oppressive or anything of that sort, like it should not like reflect anyway, um, in any way negatively. Now, the other side of that is when I'm in full creator mode, because I've experienced this on TikTok many times. And like my best friend, he'll get onto my live, right? And he'll be talking to me. And, you know, like when you see people that you really know in real life or people who, you know, frequent your page, like you're like, oh, hey, like if I saw you get on my page, I'm like, hey, Nikki, like, you know, I'm super excited Mm -hmm. because like I know you. And then there's other people who like feel obligated to your attention or like to your personal like affect. And then they're like saying like, oh, who is that? Like, oh, that's probably her man. Like just all these different like assumptive things that like pop up. And then like my best friend like will text me and be like, wow, like they're really going in today. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm simply just like acknowledging you because you jokingly say I don't acknowledge you on my lives because I'm in my live content creator version. And I'm like, but I'm (laughs) not. I just am not trying to make them kind of target you because they'll do that. And so, like, just the other day, like, I was literally doing a cooking video, Nikki. Like, I didn't have on anything provocative, like, not even as revealing as, like, this top today. This guy literally gets on there and was like, the only reason I'm on here is to see you shake something. And I was like, wow, what? And so I didn't have a moderator in there at the time Mm -hmm. because, like, my moderators, they'll definitely, like, weed that out and, like, remove him, block him, mute him, whatever. So I was, like, trying to, like, block him or mute him. And then someone else came in, and this new thing that they post in the comment section is, like, 360, where they're literally, like, requesting women to give a 360 for their benefit in whatever way that is because, obviously, we don't see them. They're behind a screen Mm -hmm. name, and they're just making these requests. And Mm -hmm. so I have to always give disclaimers lately, like, hey, we're in here for this today. This is what we're doing. If you're new here, these are the vibes. Like, these are kind of like my live rules. Like, we talk shit. Like, you know, I was like, I say the S word sometimes. That's okay. If you feel some type of way about cuss words, though, you are more than welcome to scroll because there are probably millions of other pages that don't. 
or talk about using cuss words and why we shouldn't do it. This is my page. This is who I am. I listen to you guys. I support people in their businesses. Like, this is a real person you're looking at. This is not a robot. And also, like, I'm not going to be everything that you want. I'm a person. And also, today we're making turkey meatloaf. And that's what we're talking about. So, like, can we stay on on target, people? So, it's like I find myself doing that all the time. And it's always like, huh, they're getting off track. Like, who are these people? And it's like, I want you all to be here because you might find something that you like on my page. But also, if you're going to start being a little disrespectful or just start demanding things. And like you said, I'm your entertainment in some way. But also... I'm naturally an educator. So if I'm sitting here trying to show you how to make turkey meatloaf and how to sanitize at the same time and how to be done in 30 minutes, I'm getting off track because you're sitting here asking me for a 360. And now that's where that frustration comes in. That's where that like irritation starts to like surface a little bit. And you're just like, okay, I just kind of want to wrap this up and get off because people are just on one today. So I get that completely. Yeah. It gets to be a lot. It's, and I, and I, I don't understand why. I mean, I understand why. But I also think that there's people who are literally bots because sometimes it will be alive and it's going yes. well and, and things mm-hmm. are going well. And then, um, you know, the new thing is that it's particularly black co- content creators, they jump mm-hmm. into them and they'll be like, oh, well, this live is going to close in, in three seconds or something, you know, and yep. they put those posts and then people start to freak out. Like what's going on. And, and then the next thing, you know, you know, you're trying to block them and then they report you and, mm-hmm. and then they get you taken off. And it's just like, that's crazy. Like, I love that we content creators keep reinventing themselves. Like, mm-hmm. because before it was the dances. And I remember like every, all those dances that, especially the, um, you know, the little black, you know, young black uh, kids, students were doing. And then mm-hmm. they would make, you know, they would get thousands, thousands of views. But then someone would take that dance. Others mm-hmm. would take the dance and do it. And there, there was skyrocket just because, you know, oh, here's a white person. Yeah doing the exact mm-hmm. same dance so it's like I like that we have pivoted a little bit in terms of okay well we have to figure out another way to to mm-hmm. do creations um there's been all kinds of weird I don't want to say weird but different things um yeah the one thing I don't really understand is the challenges because I when I first saw challenges I would see like I saw a challenge it was like two musicians right two mm. two jazz musicians going at it going at it mm-hmm. so to speak and one would play and then the other one would play and I was like this is cool this is so talented but now I'm just seeing you know oh, hit the button hit the like button hit the like button and I'm like what well, but why why are yeah. we hitting the like button what are you doing? Yeah. Like, and it'll be battling. And I don't really, and maybe you, maybe you have a different perceptive, uh, perception of that. So it's so crazy. I've, I mean, I've seen like the little challenges. Mind you, there's so many like new features that I haven't even attempted um, to try only because like, again, I'm still just trying to get my feet wet again and just like reestablish my connections with my own followers. But, like, I've done, like, those joint lives before, like, when you could first, like, add people to your live. And, like, it was this guy, I don't even remember really what the topic was about, but, like, it was, like, his followers were were joint with my followers. And so I guess, you know, like, they could respond to, obviously, things I'm saying because they can hear what I'm saying and vice versa. 
And it was kind of cool the first time I did it. And then like the guy and I, we ended up being like pretty cool and like following each other, et cetera. But that was like a random, hey, add me to your thing. And I was like, what's that? And I like clicked it. And then this one, it like joined. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? But now the new version of that is people can still request you to be in your live. I always decline them, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's like the challenges, like you can post these challenges to like win battles or I don't know if you ask a question and it's like a poll thing, like whose side is better. So I guess more like a debate, like who agrees with you, who disagrees with you. Obviously, in the musician's case, it was like, you know, they kind of did a battle, which I think is really dope. And I kind of want to know who they are so I can look at them in the future. Because if there was a saxophone involved, just home right. run. Home I'll run for me. I'll have to go through my TikTok of people <laughs> and I'll send you uh, who that was. But it was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess in a way, it's kind of that same idea of like a grow room where it's like, hey, there's multiple creators who are here, who are doing their do. And also like whoever they follow, you follow, you might have different like niche groups that you, you know, that follow you. And it kind of like exposes you and that person to new groups of people, hopefully, you know, resulting in new followers and new content engagement, etc. But I've also seen where it goes like to an extreme where it's like a whole bunch of people on the screen. And I have no idea what really the yes. point of that is because it's like 10 people on the screen and I'm yeah. like I don't know what we're doing what are you they guys just doing sit and there. everybody's just looking at you yes they're you. literally just staring and you're like is this a zoom call because this is what it looks like that's to what me. it looks like. <laughs> like if everybody had their camera off but they didn't know that it was on it's like that's literally what it looks like it's like people are eating cereal over here someone's over there yeah, talking, talking to, to somebody else yeah what's happening right now So that one, I'm pretty confused on because I don't really know what the point of that is. But like, I think the battle thing is cool. I think the debate thing is cool if you're using it, you know, to your benefit in that way. But other than that, like confusion at its at its height is what I was experiencing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because I do, like you said, there are ways to use those in ways that can really grow your your platform and really grow your audience. So mm-hmm. when they when it's used correctly, it it works wonders. But yeah, I think that sometimes people are just you. The everyday person is just. I just got off work. I'm gonna just sit on here. I remember you remember Twitch. I'm with Twitch is still around, but mm-hmm. Twitch is like the gaming's world, right? And so mm-hmm. I would get on Twitch because I I'm, I'm a gamer, so I like to yes. watch you know people. I would like to watch people play games and do this. Uh-huh. And then there would be a time where I'm watching Twitch and then it would be like a whole family and they would just yeah. be sitting in, in the house just in, and it's just on. And I was oh. like, this is so like big brothers watching, but nobody seems concerned. And, and I find myself, that, yeah. I was like, and they would come on on a regular basis. And I'm like, dude, do they get paid? Because they would just, the camera would just be on. And I'm like, nobody's, acknowledging the camera like sometimes they might play some music but nobody's like looking Mm -hmm. at the screen every now and then they look up yeah sometimes they might respond but I would I remember I would just be watching to watch and I'm like what is this (laughs) what am I doing it's like a live feed (laughs) in somebody's house and I remember one time I remember one time I was watching this family and this woman left her cell phone she went out the house and her husband's there and 
She comes back in and she comes real and real quick and snatches up her cell phone real quick. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. Because <laughs> now you're <laughs> the whole right. thing. Like the way she went, she, when she came and got that cell phone, she don't want nobody to know what's on there. Oh, and her husband was mm-hmm. still at the house. And where's she going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So now I can make a whole... <laughs> Oh, like a whole scenario about like what's going on with that little because i mean they'd have led me into their living room so this is what mm-hmm. happens but yeah it's just it's just so crazy how like social media can be so great at all of these things of growing your platform of you being exposed to new people connecting with new people but then there's that other side of it so mm-hmm. i mean just how do you find a balance for yourself when it comes to just utilizing social media with your um, kind of like how you use it creatively and things like that and for your professional world? So like professionally, I don't know, like I said, the, the career I'm in, like education, <laughs> well, that should be a whole nother podcast conversation. Just, just so you know, we'll <laughs> oh, talk about education. that. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, just the expectation of educators and this very traditional version of what we're supposed to be, even with social media now, is like, it's almost like unattainable. Especially if you're kind of like a person like me who's like, hey, like, I'm, a, I'm okay to be a musician if I'm just performing at places that are separate and no one knows about it. Like, and no one cares about what I wear or what words I'm saying in my lyrics, right? But it's not okay if I'm on social media doing the same thing in front of whoever happens to pop up. You know, it's like all these little like intricate details that they're always concerned about because they think it's going to come back on them. Because obviously, you know, people are people. Humans have flaws and humans in our career field have done some really crappy stuff. Um, Not necessarily on like the social media level. But now, like, teachers are huge topics on the social media level. If you're not the teacher who dances with your students and it's approved by, you know, your district or your school or whatever, or there's not limitations and waivers, then it's like, oh, you're a teacher who talks crap or, like, has comedy reels about, you know, your day at school that day, which other teachers are like, oh, my God, I thought I was the only one. And we, like, totally connect with this person, but then they're like blacklisted because, Mm. you know, you're talking about the downside of education as a joke, but in all jokes, we know there's reality. So it's like Mm -hmm. all the teachers like, oh my gosh, yes, that happened. And like, there's this guy, Eddie B comedy. Oh my God. He takes like some of the, the, some of like the national news level, like teacher, like scandals or whatever that happened about like parents getting upset or kids getting upset and reporting the teacher or teacher fights or blah, 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 blah. And like, he makes jokes out of the entire thing. And he's like, no, the kid was just bad. Or like, yeah, she was fed up. She needed (laughs) a drink. Like, it's just all these different things. And it's like, (laughs) teachers are sitting there like, I mean, should Mm -hmm. I comment? Because I kind of feel the same way. Or like, dang, he had you know, the gumption to say that out loud, like, and we're sitting over here like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to touch Ooh, this. God. So I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be that person. Yes. But mm-hmm. then there's also a lot of teachers uh, currently who are like, Hey, I left education because of things like this. And like, they're 
kind of uh, giving us this like encouragement to like find balance and to also set boundaries for yourself. And I'm really big with boundaries um, as when it comes to like my professional life. Um, and I've become more um, settled and comfortable in saying no and also advocating for a life outside of it. So that's like one way, one kind of area. I literally vocalize a lot of things like if they want me to do something extra and I'm like, no, like I have to get to like my content. I have to get to rest so that I can do content after I get off work or, you know, just anything of that sort. And so right. if they're asking me for extra stuff and they're not talking about extra increases in financial yeah. areas, right. then you're like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. And then they're like, yeah. oh, do you have like a you show or something? And then they like pry a little bit. Like they make you feel guilty about things. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, no, I just have a life. And I'd rather not give you the mm-hmm. details because, you know, that's kind of my business. And so like my social media is right. my business. And that's why if you notice like on my Instagram page, I'm like my thoughts, my views, my something. Because like you have to say like it's not about the facility I work at, the career title I have like the university I went to, it's like, I have all of those things and I'm still this and I'm still a great person. So like, that's one thing. The other side of that though is whew, in terms of like live, I was really nervous because I felt like it was intrusive at first. Like I felt like yeah, you're talking to yourself, like you have to respond to people's comments mm-hmm. and you know, you're like obligated to do so because you chose to be on live. Although I do agree with some of that. Well, some. Yeah. Some don't. Some will just sit there and look at you. I was going to say, but then <laughs> like I you started chose to watch that. me. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, but then I started to see some of these other creators who literally just turn the camera on and they're in their bed sleep and they're, they have viewers. And I'm just like, I feel like sleep is very intimate, but also like, I guess when you're on a camera, it's not like someone can like reach out and touch you. So you're like, Hey, I'm going to get my views, my followers and some likes in the process. And they might look at my videos to see if this is all I do. I think it's pretty doggone brilliant if you ask me. <laughs> You're not even doing anything. You're still getting your eight hours. Um, so I know. I mean, Put it on mute and go to sleep. Literally. Uh, and then I've seen like some other stuff too. Like some people, um, I've seen like some really cool people too. Like people who have certain like physical disabilities and they're like sitting there in their like hospital grade bed, right? DJing and like literally just like dope and I'm just like oh my god like it's so many great people who despite Mm -hmm. whatever they have going on it's like they still show up in this super like organic way and people like it and they're not doing anything like some of them don't speak some people are, are not verbal some people say they hold up cards the entire time and they say I'm not speaking until a beautiful person comes on or a person they think is beautiful or they're not coming on until they see someone with a green emoji in their name. Like people are so creative with how they get people to engage with them. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty simple. I was like, I don't think that kind of fits my vibe, but like, that's cool. So Mm -hmm. my balance has just come into like, Hey, I want people to know exactly what I say in my lives for the people who do already like subscribe, if you will. I'm a real person, I'm multifaceted, you know, I curse sometimes, and I also like to keep it real, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I sing randomly, like, my family and my friends, they can tell you, like, I will bust out in song in a response to your question, like, I literally, when my friend starts to fall asleep, I say, drifting on a memory, 
every single time. And she will crack <laughs> up. And I'll say, oh, don't worry. She's just <laughs> drifting on a memory and like switch up the things. But that's just who I am. And so like my live perspective now is just like when I get on live, I'm not trying to be all filtered up and like all like glamorous, even though that is who I am as well, because I want people to see like, oh, you see the lashes and you see me get dressed in these cute outfits. And I'm talking about these brands that want me to promote them and gave me a a saving code or whatever and want you to buy their stuff. But it's more than that for me. And it's like, hey, if you are dope, if you have things you want to talk about and explore, I'm your girl. And also, if you like good music, we're going to play some of that too. So, yeah, yeah. And I, that's just my balance now. I think that's good. I think that's good to have that balance. And I think that's what brings people to like people like you or authenticity because sometimes you really mm. can appreciate the authenticity of people like I have this there's a woman that I listened to there's an older woman and she was a DJ and she was a lot older she was but mm. I was really loving all of her songs and she follows me and I follow her and I don't do anything mm. on my page I feel I feel bad to have followers because they don't see anything <laughs> but um I thought it was really cool because she was just really um doing her thing and I was like See, look, I was like, if I could only teach my mama how to do, how to work her phone or, you know, get her some equipment. <laughs> I was like, you feed all the rage on TikTok. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, she always says that Facebook. Oh my gosh. My mother does too. She's like, no, I'm not getting on any of it. <laughs> I was like, well, I won't say happy. I can't give like, I want to just say, I can't give a happy birthday shout out to my mama. But if I could, I would say happy birthday to her. <laughs> From the Facebook. Facebook. I can't do that. From the Facebook. Yes. Yeah. She's still, mine is still just like holding out. She doesn't have any social media or anything. But it's so funny because what I'll do is I'll send her a link and she'll be like, I don't have Instagram. And I was like, if you just click it one time, it'll let you view it still. And she's like, because the link says Instagram. I'm like, it's not asking you to sign up. It just is asking you to watch the video because I'm cracking up in tears and want you to laugh at this with me. And then she'll click it and she's like, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. And I'm just like, I know, that's kind of the point. <laughs> and it's like, once we got past like the meme videos and understanding like, hey, these are the words that you're supposed to connect to what they're doing in the video. Then it's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is hilarious. And you're just like, okay, we have growth. <laughs> There we go. We're yes. growing, growing. We're going to get Progress. Mom involved. <laughs> yes, because I'm telling you, if we got our moms on there, we would have wonderful yeah. TikTok pages. <laughs> now there's the, the, the thing that everybody is kind of dealing with on a, on a national level is AI, right? And AI has creeped in. See, it started with I don't know if you remember those little challenges where you could change your face and or you get the the little AI that can make people's faces move and people were putting them on the people that were in the obituaries and stuff and creeping themselves out and crying. And, and I was like, why would you do that? But anyway, because they're like, I just want to see them move one more time. But it's like it's not their movements. And so it's a little creepy and it's going to creep you out, which is exactly what it would do for most by 90 percent of people. But just this, I, I, AI has been slowly creeping in. You know, you had the Grammarly, you know, where it just con- it starts where it's just helping you correct some words here and there. But now it's like, hey, well, let me give you some thoughts 
or let me let me give you a whole sentence let me write a whole story for you or and those types of things now I know of its prowess or how it's been growing in writing and you know you can see especially what that's why that's why the 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 writer strike hasn't stopped or even the sag the actors because all of that is um it's affecting them and one of the things that they don't want oh they want to say hey they want these production companies say hey we want we're going to use ai in in a way that can be compromising to you and your artistry and they won't sign off on that so as a musician how has AI kind of played out in that particular world for you? And what do you feel are some of the benefits or the pros and cons of AI in general? So AI is a um, very interesting topic. Yes, I'm guilty of the original filters, especially like on Snapchat, because Snapchat has like the best filters that like change you into like, an older person or it changes you into like a guy yeah. in my case. And it was crazy because like I looked exactly like my cousin and it was like freaky. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is weird. Like, mm-hmm. and like literally freaked me out to the point where I was just like, Oh my gosh, technology is really cool. But also like, I wasn't prepared for that. So like, that was my first like experience with it in terms of <laughs> the writing stuff. So, you know, that I am an extensive writer. I am not only an English educator, but I also, I have a master's degree in writing communication. So my take on it is that obviously people, we have endless possibilities when it comes to expressing ourselves, whether that's in poetry, whether that's in, you know, writing research, whether that's in doing experimentation. I just have a a very deep passion for the ability of people to explore and identify people though. These are robots. Mm -hmm. These are extensively created. It's like possibility machines, right? Where, yes, people, we integrate that information in there to create these sentences that supposedly make sense or elaborate on topics that we give them. But like, I can tell immediately, like if a student is to turn in something that was written either just plagiarized completely like I can literally tell because Mm -hmm. I know the person and so again that humanity allows me to be like bro you did not write this yes I did no you might have typed it (laughs) you might have hit copy and paste you might have even written it in your notebook when your computer died and you couldn't get it off your phone Mm -hmm. but you did not create this you did not write this there's no human imprint on this that is connected to you so That whole aspect of like the writing AI use of like Grammarly. And there's this other one too that people have been talking about. And they're like, do your students use this? And I'm like, I'm sure they do. That's it right there. Chat GPT is like, again, if you're in a rush and you just need something to be written and you don't have time to think about it and you're not maybe like the best writer, then maybe you could like look at it, use it and like tweak it a little bit to make it your own. But some people are literally just like, I'm just going to create my resume using chat GPT. And I'm just like, do you not think that the other people who also use chat GPT are also having the exact same thing on their resume, which makes this again, more obvious that you are not an individual who is either creative or willing to take the time to write something that sets you apart from the next person. So Mm -hmm. there's that. Now the whole SAG stuff, it actually hits home 
because, you know, I'm a creative all the way around. And like, I have people who are in screenwriting who actually like move cross country to LA who have been like working their butts off for the past five years to like make a name for themselves and like prove to these different, you know, producers and such that they are able to write. Now you guys are saying, oh, we we don't really need you. It doesn't matter how much work you've put in the game, how many, how many tears or the blood and sweat that you did, like, we're just going to start using this stuff instead. And also we already don't pay you a lot. We don't give you opportunity to apply for health insurance, health insurance, and, you know, just all the different things that people in careers have access to pensions, access to different options that allow them to live comfortably. Also my brother, he's an actor and he's literally the person who is not only booking things, you're booking commercials, you're booking voiceovers, they're rerunning your stuff because it's, you know, performed so well. You know, you were in your first movie and you've only been there for now two years. These are great things, but you're also working a job that is labor intensive, that pays you pennies, that cancels you last minute. You still have rent, a car to pay for, parking to pay for because you're in the downtown LA area. And it's like, how can SAG allow this human-based, human-creative-based industry to just, like, pretty much go to shit? Because you found something that doesn't involve you having to, like, pay people to do it. And again, it's like, Mm -hmm. I have a problem with that. Now, the other AI stuff, (laughs) and this goes back to that social media aspect, That is, again, hitting on that creepy button really hard are these people who are emulating these AI existences, okay? Um, They are literally emulating everything down to, like, the glitches. Like, they're literally, like, doing like this and, like, moving their hands like that. And they're like, I, I, oh, oh, I, I, yes, yes, I, I, like, I'm just like, what is going on here? Like, what is really happening? And it's but not. But then you look at their followers. And you're like, whoa, this is a whole, like, thing. That's a whole other niche market with yes. the, the TikTok and everything. I'm going to pretend to be AI. Yes. And here's. <laughs> and pay yeah, me to do it's, so. It's a dick. And pay me to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I think, now don't get me wrong, it's like. At first it was weird because it's like, that's something that I don't see and that I'm not used to like watching as entertainment, et cetera. You get mad when your Netflix has the little spinning ring because you're like, wait, I was really into that. Like what's about to happen? So it's like when it starts to glitch, you're just like more irritated than anything. So that was my perspective of like this girl or guy who's on here glitching in real life on purpose, but they're also getting paid for it. So I was like, dang, you're kind of good. Like, the acting skill there is really good for this one. And then there's other ones who are a little bit lower quality where you're like, what is really going on here? But also you're getting likes mm-hmm. and follows and, you know, gifts and money or whatever. So I'm not mad at you. Do you? So I don't know. Like the AI thing is um, it's all over the board for me. It, it's, it's controversial yeah. on so many levels because it is threatening it is that of humanity's um, ability to thrive Mm -hmm. in a way, but it's also super creative and cool because I've lived through so many technology improvements, changes, progress, implementations, et cetera, that I'm like, I'm not surprised. I'm like, we went from dial up to ethernet 
to Wi-Fi and then also hotspots all within, mm-hmm. you know, my life. And it's just like, I have nothing to say because yeah. I've seen so many things change and they were changes for the better, even though people thought that it were weird or were going to fail us all. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah, but I I do think that the other side of it that a lot of people aren't considering, like you kind of uh, touched base on a little bit when you talked about how, you know, people are using it for like resumes, Mm -hmm. right? So you're using it for your resume and like other people are using it for your resume. And that's the thing that when you learn about copy, um, the laws, you understand a little bit more like you can say, say, for example, I want to write a book. And I'm just like, all right, chat P- GPT, write me a book about blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and then I put my name on it. Well, guess what? So can someone else do the exact same thing. Yeah. So you don't own that book. Yep. Anybody can do exactly that. And they have ownership, just as much ownership with it as you do. Mm-hmm. And so, and a lot of people don't realize the more you use these things, the more you're training it to, in a way, replace you. Like this woman. I was talking about how she was a copywriter. All of a sudden, all of a, all of her clients seemed to kind of dwindle a little bit. And she was like, what's mm-hmm. going on? And so she she was supposed to get this job with this company. And then they pulled out. And she was like, why are you pulling out? They was like, look, well, you know, we got this this thing. We're at this AI situation. And it can kind of do what you do. But what we want mm-hmm. you to do is come on as a contract. And um, just come here for maybe like six months or so. And then you can um, basically make our AI better by Mm. doing what you do. So it'll train the AI. So I'm like, you are training your replacements. And people don't realize the more they're giving information, the more you're using Grammarly. And they're like, it gets better each time. It gets better because they're learning from you as a writer. They're learning from you and and your corrections and those types of things. So yeah. Um, it is going, it, AI can go in so many different directions, but the music thing is really crazy because like, you're like, oh, I want this song to have a Kanye produced sound, but a Jay-Z beat or a mm-hmm. Jay-Z rap style. And then mm-hmm. they'll create it. And then, and then some people, <laughs> not like, yeah, you like, I'm joking. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I was like, don't encourage this. <laughs> this is not what we want to encourage. And so yeah. that's why it's so important that all of these um, companies are really like saying, hey, we can't do that. I don't know if you saw that episode of Black Mirror, that first mm. um, season three. Uh-huh. And it it was creepy because um, I think um, is Penelope Cruz. No, Selma Hayek is in it. Okay. And it's it's all about um, like this, you know, this AI situation where this woman, her life is being played out on like this uh, platform and it's like a mm. Netflix and mm. like everything that happened to her that day is starting to show up on like not a Netflix, but whatever the, the platform yeah. is called. And she and it, it was deep. You, I can't even explain all of it. But if you check that out and then you think about what's happening with the AI and stuff today, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever watched Black Mirror, but Black Mirror mm-hmm. is always spot on. I They'll have. go to that extreme mm-hmm. and they go to that extreme and they, you're just like, that's not real. And then the next thing, here we are. I remember yeah. when I saw the robotic um, watchdogs and I was like, oh, look at that. But now we have robotic watchdogs. Indeed. We do. We do. I have definitely been a Black Mirror fan, so I have not 
cracked open season three though yet. So like the fact that you just said yes. that, I'm That's definitely going to get episode. into it. Check it out. Okay, great. Yeah, I was going to say the other one other tidbit about the music AI is this, like the the voiceover idea. Like, oh, I want this to sound like T-Pain or I want this to sound like Liana Le Havas or something like that is just insane that people are taking like these celebrity voices and putting them onto something that they've created, whether it's like a beat or whatever the, you know, a track or whatever, and then like using their voice, mm-hmm. but it sounds more like that person. And then they can tweak it like, hey, I want it kind of to be a little more Liana Lahava's here, but like a little bit more me there. And it's just like, whoa. That's the part where it's like, okay. Where is when we talk about balance and we talk about these Mm -hmm. are the same people who are on social media, just staring at the screen and, and, you know, and, and now you're giving something like a AI to people. And it's like, we already don't have a good balance with social media Mm -hmm. as a, as a whole. Now some people, you know, are more balanced than others, but, you know, it, it causes a lot of problems. So to think that AI is just going to swoop in and not cause mm-hmm. that many problems is not really like, are we really thinking this through? And the people at the top, all they're thinking about is making money. Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. all he cared about, he made his billions of dollars. But I'm like, do you understand what you created? And now yeah. you have the AIs, they're making billions of dollars. Do you know what you've created? You know, and and you get to a point where you can't backtrack. You can't. You know, you can't backpedal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Scary, scary know. stuff. But it's like to be determined. You know, <laughs> yeah, to be to be determined, to be continued. We're going to see how it go. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the show and of giving course. me some of your time. I know you, you gave me some extra time and I really appreciate it. But I am no always worries. conscious of boundaries and time. And making sure that everybody is doing well. So I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to kind of let us know how, if people wanted to reach out or connect with you, how, you know, give us some of your um, contact information and and go from there. For sure. Um, Well, my name is the same on all platforms, at least the ones that I'm most um, present on. So it's sweet, S-W-E-E-T, the letter N-L-O, underscore notes. So it's sweet and low notes. Um, So that's my main TikTok page, um, as well as my Instagram page. I also have, um, I guess they have backups now. That's a thing with TikTok. I know we've been talking about social media all day. Um, So like the other one is sweet and low notes vibes at the end. So same thing, underscore the same place. I haven't really done too much with YouTube, but it's the same idea there too. The Lauren Lowe um, and Sweet and Low Notes is um, searchable there as well. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to you know, connect with me, those are obviously some quick ways to do so. And then also just check out like the way that I move, if you will. Um, and then also, if you wanted to check out my website, you know, it's thelaurenlow.com or sweetandlownotes.com as well. Um, and that's just pretty much another way to just like get some more information as far as my bio, things that I've done, things that may not be like outlined on my social media. 
all right well there you have it lauren has gave you all the information herself make sure you continue to tune in and thank you all for coming back and joining us and sticking with us i know i've been gone for a while but as always i appreciate everyone thank you again lauren for coming through of course it was much uh, needed and you got me back on track that's what we're I here for greatly <laughs> yes! and definitely you have to come back again we have so much more we can talk about and it's only so many so much hours in a day yes. although we could probably spend it talking but we'll save some for later yeah thank you again and i greatly appreciate you thank you for having All right, me everyone y'all take care bye-bye bye guys Woo-hoo.